This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening. Welcome to that Millwall podcast, Sunday Night Live. Once again, um, Mickey allegedly made it through the first interview for the Millwall job. So, yet again, he's unfortunately unavailable um, this evening. But we're joined by uh, Dan. Dan, how are you? Uh, good evening, mate. I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, very good. Very good. And back by popular demand. Can't get enough of him. Um, he was our, our uh, that Mill podcast correspondent for the game yesterday. Ben, how are you? Yeah, well, good, mate. Three, three shows in a week. I just need to slow down, <laughs> mate. You're giving the fans. You're giving the fans what they want. As I say, you're the only person that's been requested. So um, yeah, yeah, giving the fans what they want. Uh, evening, David uh, Savile. Yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll come on to come on to that one. Ted, good evening. Connor, evening lads, Mickey in. Well, as I say, if Mickey if Mickey gets Not a normal job, you're gonna to have to put up with just us lot. Um well, we might, to... I don't know. I've I've applied for the backroom staff, so I might be I might be off with him. We're all Ben's, gonna have a bit to play. Ben Ben's in because of the uh the football manager link, so he'll be he'll be um it's cozying right, up to Ben's cozying up to Aldo. Uh Lions Raw, evening. How hot was it at Preston? Ben, was it hot yesterday? Mate, ridiculous. I was sweating walking to the ground. I had a jumper and a coat done up and it was, yeah, it was warm. It was lovely. Evening. Uh, evening. Monica, that's actually my mum. So um, we're converting her to, to Millwall. So um, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, where's Mickey Barrett? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mickey Twin out. Mr. Nate, any other sightings of Warnock around Surrey Keys? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm sure you guys will fill us in. Uh, I'm sure you guys will fill us in as, as the show goes on. And evening, Dave. Uh, right, guys. Ben, I'll come to you first as you were there yesterday. 1-1 at Preston. Had, a what, 24 hours or so to, to take it all in. Good point? Yeah, I think so. I think given everything that happened, um, short space of time uh, in terms of obviously Rowett leaving and the game, Preston, decent side, obviously sitting in third or were prior to the game. I don't know if they've dropped down now over the other results. Um, yeah, I think it was a good point. I would have t- definitely taken a point before the game. It was one of those weird ones that, as I say, you would have taken a point before the match, but having the chances that we did and 
the way the, the match panned out, probably a little bit disappointing. I felt like we could have nicked it. So, um, yeah, I think a good point, all things considered. Dan, same question to you. Happy with a point? Uh, I mean, I suppose so. They haven't really dropped many points at home. So, I mean, you know, you always say win your own games, draw your away matches, you'll probably be in a decent spot. The only problem is we're not winning too many of our home games at the minute. Um, frustrating thing was it felt like, you know, probably after the goal, probably up until around, probably when Amaku went off, we probably kind of had him a bit more on the ropes and probably had him where we wanted. And then when Amaku went off, we just seemed to lack attacking out. But I, I think Longman's been okay for us so far. But I, I personally have been bringing SA on again, a bit more fresh legs, still young, you know, pace fearless. I think that would have been the, the logical substitution in that position. Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, evening, guys. I can see Born Free, Die Free, Peter, Carl, Daniel. Um, thanks for joining us. Question for you, before we sort of look at the game a little bit more in detail, both of you, and I'll come back to you first, Dan, as he's taken a bite of something, um, eating on the stream. Um, had Gary Rowett had been in charge yesterday and the game would have gone how it was and it was a 1-1 draw, would it have still been seen as a good point? Good question. Um, I think just given the context of where Preston were before the game started and their, and their kind of strong home record, I think probably yes. Um, but I do feel like we probably would have gone um, we'd probably be sitting more towards in the, in the middle of it. We'll probably be sitting more towards the bad end of the middle rather than probably the good end of the middle, which I kind of feel like we're slightly closer to that off the back of yesterday. Ben, same question to you. I think it would have purely been dependent on how we played, but it seemed like we, we did have a go yesterday. We uh, One nil down, it would have been quite easy for us again after the few days that we've had just to crumble and go on to lose 2-3 nil. But it showed a lot of character. I think we did have a go. I think we were a better team for probably 45, 50 minutes of that game. Buying the first 15, last 15, I would say we were, we were the better side. So I would have think it was just the way that we played, right? If we'd have sat in and just nicked a one-all draw and we'd have scored from a set piece, you probably would have gone typical row it. But it, it was, we, we played all right yesterday. It's interesting because I was trying to explain this I was talking about this with my dad yesterday. I was trying to sort of get across the point of, I don't think we were defensive yesterday. I think it was just, we didn't go for it in the second half. Maybe what we'd have liked, perhaps a Maku going off did, did impact that. But I don't think it was a case of that we sat back and just played for a point. There was a couple no. of moments I noticed where ball went out of play. And our def- you know, usually the ball goes out of play for a goal kick. And it takes ages to get the ball back and no one's really bothering. Cooper and Murray Wallace quickly tried to get the ball back to Bill Kowski to, 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 you know, to get on with the game. And I think, I don't think we looked for, we looked to settle for a point during the game. It just, we just couldn't really hurt Preston seemingly when Amaku went off. Yeah, we we obviously had those two chances, didn't we, we in the first half with Amaku on the break. But yeah, yeah. for, For the first time in a long time, I actually watched this yesterday and there were periods of just kind of understanding what we were trying to do. We've said that a few times that we've looked a bit clueless going forward at times. We don't really understand what our patterns of play are or what we're actually trying to do. But I didn't feel that yesterday. It felt like we, we, we knew what we were doing going forward and we knew how we were going to try and break Preston down, which, as I say, it did work for, for large periods. I know we obviously didn't go on to get the winner, but it, it looked like we just 
yeah, we looked better going forward yesterday. And Dan, on that, just to follow on, we looked. We I think we did look better going forward with um, with Amaka on the pitch and a little bit different, a little bit of pace at the back. Any um, any concerns? And I'll, I'll highlight something that that I'm concerned about: that we seem to just allow opposition players to run at us. Yeah, we don't that seem is... to want to go and make a tackle or or, or or stop it. I feel like when you're playing with three, one of the centre halves kind of has to. Ta- kind of be that man who kind of steps up and puts a bit of pressure on if they've broken through the, the midfield line, especially when you've got three centre-halves, especially if your your wing-backs are back in defensive positions as well, then one of the centre-halves has to move forward. I thought um, I thought the centre, I thought actually as a defensive unit, we, we weren't terrible. Obviously, there was that um, fairly suspicious handball invo- involving uh, Norton Cuffey at the end and, you know, no doubt with VAR that would have got given. Mm. So, but I think you make your own luck throughout the season. Um, where it, just on that, Dan. Obviously, that was down yeah. the other end, but it even looked like he he sort of did that. What yeah. was that the case? Yeah, on the replays back, it definitely looked like it. Well, the the camera for the for the telly would made it kind of a bit harder to tell. But when they got the alternate angles up, it they looked you know quite clear. And yeah, I think to be honest, I think VAR that obviously gets given another ref another day probably probably does give it. I think the only defence he might have was the fact that he probably didn't expect the ball to come all the way over. He probably expected someone in front of him to get to get a header on it. That's probably yes. the only defence he might be able to use. But I thought I want the three centre halves. I thought considering we've only got three fit centre halves at the minute, obviously they're if we want to play a three or five, they're in by default at the minute. Um, I actually thought they they looked okay. I thought Murray Wallace probably had one of his better games that he's had for for a, for a long long time actually mm-hmm. to be honest and so yeah it was probably the best we've had and you know Harzin as well I thought again he's continued he's he's looked solid since he came in and Coops was just Coops again. It's funny how things like that happen, isn't it? Like we had a couple of injuries, Harding's had to play, and I think we've actually stumbled across someone with a bit of pace. Mm. Someone who actually doesn't look too bad on the ball as well at times. I'm not saying he's superb with the ball at his feet, but he's, he's certainly not bad. And we, we've kind of stumbled upon him because of the injuries, but he doesn't look out of place. And he actually looks now, yeah. like for me, a young, a slightly younger pair of legs that we've been crying out for. Yeah, I, I think he's when he, I think it was, 20, it was his 27th birthday, I think, yeah, on Friday, was. actually. So, so it, was. But you can just tell that, Dan. You can just see he's yeah. a little bit more energetic. and that. It, yeah, yeah, it's funny how it's, it's panned out, but I think, certainly I wouldn't be looking to, to move him out of that back three anytime soon. But then that means potentially when Hutchinson and Leonard are back, does that mean presumably one of them, one of them alongside Murray Wallace is probably going to sit out? And that that's obviously if under the, whoever the new manager is going to be, that's if we continue to play a, a free stroke five. Yeah, I don't think I love Hutch. I Again, similar to, to Routry, I think as it just ran its natural cause now with him. He's injury prone. Last year when he came in, he looked a bit looked a bit shaky. I, so I love Hutch, and I, I don't really want to call him out, but I, I just think sometimes you just got to maybe move on. I think Hutch bit. is a great great player for us to be able to have on our bench to be able to bring on yeah. for like the last ten minutes of a game if we're if we're holding on a little bit and we need someone to come on and organise us at the back. But I do feel like. His time as a regular championship starter is definitely coming to an end. Totally so I agree. Do, I do think out of the two, out of the five you've got, if we continue with the three, I feel like the two that would miss out at the minute for me would be Murray Wallace and Hutch. But, you know, injuries can change things. New manager might just fancy different players. Obviously, one thing that Hutch has that maybe other people in our team don't have is leadership. It, 
the kind mm. of leadership which Hutch does. So that I think comes into it a little bit. Hutchinson could also potentially fall into either either the Alex Pierce role, where he's club captain, but maybe being influential off the pitch. But actually having him around the squad can help. Just just having his presence there can help help us, as you say, bring coming on with ten minutes to go, fifteen minutes, and someone that can step in if if you do get injuries. And with Ryan Leonard, I, I know it would be quite tricky because we've brought in a youngster on loan, but Ryan Leonard could also play at right wing back if if we really if we really needed to, or if you know if if we were struggling there. So there are options, and he is naturally he's a midfielder. Yeah, that's say we could go to a diamond in midfield. Yeah. I think that that could work quite well with the personnel we have going to that midfield diamond, having a four a four flat four at the back, and then a four kind of diamonds central mm-hmm. players in the middle, and then two players up top. That again on paper, that's something that looks like it could work quite well with probably Leonard's for me sitting at the base of that diamond. Absolutely. Ted, that question there, uh, why are they still playing Campbell over Savile? I don't get it. We will come back to that because the three of us, me, Dan and Ben, were having a little bit of a discussion about this last night. So we will come back on to onto that point. Um, Steve, let's Mar- go back to your original point of defensively. Yesterday, the only times they did look like they were going to cause us any problems when we was when they broke the midfield and got at us and running at us. The mm. goal, and I think the, the other chance they had quickly after their goal, it was actually just a little bit, I think, of an inexperience of a Maku where he should have brought him down sort of towards the halfway line and we could have just killed the the, mm. the attack. And he, he got in front of him, he let him run. Then obviously Mazza, he just beat him. And it was it could have been stopped 15, 20 yards up the pitch, especially given it was so early on in the game. If a Maku had just brought him down after he got round him, pulled his shirt, done whatever, just killed it. I think that was just a little bit of inexperience from him, but that's that's really nitpicking in his performance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dan, I quite agree. The penalty, we were just talking about that. I think we were quite lucky to get away with that in the Premier League. We probably wouldn't have. Uh, hashtag Schultz, hashtag Bradder's mum. <laughs> uh, Tony, good morning. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that he's from New Zealand, hence why he's saying uh, morning. Mickey's still looking for us. Um Adam Barrett, your football okay? Um, Hard to judge after one game, isn't yeah. it? There were a, there were a couple of of positive signs. Um, it's hard to judge, and I feel obviously he's got three games in a week. I don't think we're going to see a huge amount of change. I don't imagine they would have been, they'll be on the training pitch for very long, if if at all, before the Tuesday game. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where, that's the issue, what, what we've got at the moment with, with this week is the fact that we've got injuries already and the fact that we're limited to who we can play. I, I, Barrett's not going to, it's not just going to be a magic wand and, the, and we're going to miraculously change our team and miraculously change formation. He's, he hasn't got the players to do it. So I think, I said yesterday on Twitter and I, I, I think a lot of people are the same, do do many of us want Adam Barrett to have the job full time? Probably not, but I don't think you can judge him based on one game where he's had two days to prepare for it and he's missing six first team, first team, uh, well at least squad uh, that would at least make the squad on a first team basis. So, yeah, I think it's hard to judge. We've lacked pace that wide for years. Absolutely agree. Harding was superb yesterday again, as the boys were just saying. Um, I think he even had a good chance up the other end at one point, didn't he? As well, mm. just if he's better touch, probably sticks that away. Yeah, uh, could have been 3 0 down in the first 10 minutes. We could have been, but we did recover really, really well. And 
on the game, obviously, Ben, you were there. We, a lot of us were watching it at home. First 10 minutes probably looked like we were going to get an absolute hiding, didn't it? Yeah, as, as I say, outside of that, we were really good. But look, look they, they obviously scored that goal so that where they got at us out wide and they, and they ran in behind the Mac who got a Murray Wallace and there was a carbon copy chance, as I said, a couple of minutes after. But outside of that, again, I, I can't... I, Bart didn't really make too many saves. Think he no, he didn't. One in that first half that was straight down his throat. But um, yeah... Look, I think they're always they're the home team. The onus is on them to, them to come at us, so they were always going to potentially start quickly. Um, but look, I said I think it was great character to 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 come back into the game and dominate it for for large parts that that we did after going one 0 down. Um, but yeah, to say we could have been three 0 down. Well, yeah, we could have been, but we weren't. So. Absolutely. That that um, comment there uh, from Jonathan Savile is there to stop the opposition running at us. I quite agree. I do think in the middle, I don't think he's someone that's going to just sort of part like the, the Red Sea and let people run at us. But again, we'll come on to Savile and, and, and what's going on there a bit later. Um, Dan, I'll, I'll come to you for this. And again, Ben, instruct as and when you need to. Amaku, I think it was a breath of fresh air that Amaku was given a start um, by Barrett, I think it was um, a vote of confidence. Clearly, someone that you know, um, give him. You know, you'll never forget the fact they give him his first start in a championship. And apart from, and possibly being a nit- little bit nitpicky, as, as Ben said, apart from probably holding on to the ball a little bit too much and not not perhaps looking up, I thought he was excellent. I thought he, yeah, I, I would probably agree with that. You can tell he's still a little bit young decision making you know still a little bit rash but that's something that's going to come with time he's probably just wants to try and probably make an impact himself to kind of prove what he can do and you know there was obviously that time in the first half where he had that shot which kind of p-rolled to the keeper should have probably uh, slotted Bradders into his left and then again in the second half when he got the ball was running had the chance to play Bradders through um, and then obviously he got taken out um so yeah but you know I think for what he was there for obviously his pace was brilliant you know when he got the ball he, he did he got he obviously wanted to be uh you know running forwards um driving the team up the pitch so you know I think it was a really positive um performance for him for the 60 70 minutes he was on the pitch it was nice to see him get a lot more time than he might have done in the kind of 20 minute 10 minute cameos when the game's all near enough already done and dusted so mm. you know Plenty of raw potential there. Um, you know, obviously, it'll be interesting to see um, who comes in and, you know, who can maybe nurture that a little bit more. But, yeah, it's just that decision-making a little bit. And I'm sure once he calms down a little bit, um, I think he'll be completely fine. And, Ben, what was it like to actually see somebody in a Millwall shirt actually wanting to run and take people on and get us up the field a little bit quicker? Must have yeah. made a change. Yeah, it didn't. It just gave us the outlet, right? Where, uh, the pressure that Preston had built over that first 10 minutes, we got back into the game because of those two chances on the break where he obviously got at them. And you could see after that, they didn't want to press him. And yeah, it, it's, it is a refreshing change to be able to go from attack to defence that quickly and put another team really under pressure. Certainly, we're going to see more of it away from home. Um, but again, Dan spot on. Half of me going, look, it's just inexperience. You've got to let him do what he did. He's 18. He's going to make those mistakes. But 
that sort of decision making is that's the difference between three points away from home or not. If that's Will Keane running down the other end, I don't have no doubt. And Ched Evans, I have no doubt that would have been two one, and they they would have scored. Um, the first one where he obviously hit the bar, the keeper pushed it onto the bar. It looked like we had pretty much a three on one. What was it like on Teddy? Was it as clear cut as that? Four on two. I feel like so, he should have. Again, that was the one probably, I said he's got. He's got to square it or got to I try think, and get to the back post. I think that yeah, that's us to me probably before he got the shot off. Probably about two or three yards before that was to Casper at the back post. Yeah, I mean, that, and then and then obviously the second one, as you said, Dan, that one looked like it just was screaming out just to roll Bradders in. It was one of those ones where I thought if he gets the pass off, the defender might have lunged in and tried to make a tackle, and he might have even got given away a penalty or a free kick. I can't exactly remember where he was, but. It was inside the box. So there you go. And then I just thought if he could have got that to Bradders, Bradders is one-on-one with a keeper, isn't he? With a clear sight. Mm. So, um, but yeah, no, all round. And there was that one in the second half as well where he had, again, got that one and then Bradders was just in the, on the left channel, probably. I feel like a good pass probably would have got Bradders in on goal there. Yeah. So, but yeah, all in all, great performance. As you say, it's nice to to have someone with a bit more pace and directness um, in the side. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, a lot of the comments coming through, um, uh, you know, praising Amaku, and uh, quite rightly so. I think he was, I probably think he probably was our best player yesterday and something a little bit yeah. different. Something we've been crying out for, just some pace, just, you know, and we've all seen I, it. I think some... Sorry, go on. Say, you finish, no, go on. No, go on. No, go on. I was going to say some good news quickly. I think he's posted on Twitter, see you all on Tuesday. So it doesn't sound like what he went off with was too serious. Sounds like it was more, more of a precaution. He was out on his feet as well. You could tell yeah. that he was starting to get tired before he got that that knock. Um, but yeah, he was he was out of his feet. Just another one on someone that you said there, Stephen. Just in terms of that sort of man, the match. How Norton Cuffey hasn't got the praise as much praise. He was absolutely superb. Again, that final ball just lets him down. You can see why Arsenal probably let him out on loan. Mm. But look, physically, he doesn't. It's very, very rare he comes out second best going forward or defensively. There was a couple of times where I thought, oh, they're in behind us here. And he just, he managed to get back, make a tackle, broke up play. So going forward, he was always an attacking threat. I thought he was brilliant yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think what the thing with Norton Cuffey, and I've, I've said this a few times, similar to what I think it was what you just said about um, Amaku, he probably wants to show what he can do on the ball. And I think sometimes maybe holds on to it a little bit too long. But other than that, I, I, I think he's a really good signing. I think he's definitely, definitely going to improve us down that right-hand side. And once he gets that final delivery right, I think he'd be, I think he'd be very, very good for us. This next comment is absolutely outstanding, by the way. Dan Marsh, Mickey doing a right said Fred tribute act with Barrett tonight. That is absolutely superb. Um, Adrian Alex, overall happy with that, but I'd still swap Campbell for Sav. Yeah, we'll definitely, definitely come on to that. Um, looks like my family are taking over because it's my dad. Saville stops 90% of those runs in the middle. He has to agree with that because if he doesn't agree with George Saville, we'll have a bit of a row. Uh, Preston, a bit like us, nothing in the final third. Um we we only use, yeah, we only use two yeah, something we can use I'd five. I'd really like to talk about that. That that was yep. a, a weird one, and we we were sort of there was a time in the game where obviously it was it was still one all, and Preston made I think two two and one or two. Didn't they made four out of their five? They could. Oh, yeah, it, they oh, did. It was two, yeah. two and two. Then they did. Um, but we were, it was that time you could see SA was warming up. Danny Matt was warming up for a time, and it was like okay, we're actually gonna 
going to try and change things. And it's just a weird one because, again, we, we've it's not like we honeyman. I get he's only just come back from fitness. The young lads, Malachi, obviously, it, it, but Sav not coming on, just we really mm-hmm. need a bit more energy in there. SA coming on to try and win you the game. It, 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 yeah, it was weird that for me. That, that that would be my only criticism of Barrett yesterday. Absolutely. And the next the next comment, I'm, I'm going to come. I will come back to um, come back to this this comment here. What a goal by Fleming! I will we'll come on to that in a second. But back to the, with the subs, it, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because you, with the having the ability to make five substitutions, you almost kind of feel like you're, you know, you can you can change your entire front line. You can, you can, you know, inject pace. You can inject a little bit of skill. You can, you know, you can make a wholesale changes. It is interesting we didn't use them. The only thing I was thinking of was perhaps the the fact that we do have games coming up thick and fast and perhaps there'll be a little bit of rotation come Tuesday, which again, we'll come on to, we'll come on to the game, uh, come on to the Blackburn game later on in the show. AT24, what a bloody goal by Fleming. That's what we pay for. Moving on to the goal, um, I think Denore had the ball on halfway, rolled it into Campbell. Campbell rolled it into Fleming. Nice little touch and a, and a, a very good goal. By all accounts, um, Ben, and even Fleming said it himself, it didn't look as good at the ground as what it does on TV. Obviously, it was down the other end for, mm. from us, so it was hard to see, but it looked like it was quite central. Um, it I totally agree with Fleming. It looks much better on telly than I think it did in real time. You can obviously see it was outside the box, etc. But um, yeah, look, it looked quite central um, from from the other end. But look, great goal and just a quick mention on Fleming as a whole. I've been very, very critical of him no. for a while now, but he's no. that that was a more improved performance. And yeah, that comment there, John. He seemed like he's perked up a bit. He the old Fleming. There were signs of the early part of last year yesterday. He was getting on the ball more. He was turning defenders. He was bullying their midfield when he was getting into his feet. There was a couple of nice moves with him, Campbell and Casper. Um, so, yeah, th- much improved performance and, yeah, good goal. I think we need to take him off free kicks, though. So what was that yeah. at the end? Oh, God. <laughs> Joe Bryan must have been absolutely tearing his hair out like <laughs> yeah. that. You you got I know I know Fleming wants to take the free kicks on the stand up. You bring Joe Bryan in every time. There's any talk of him. It's how good his set pieces are, delivery. You know, scored those goals for in the playoffs. Let him have a go. Yeah, just let him have a go. It's very strange. Very From strange. that angle as well, it suits your left footer. It's, mm. I don't. Yeah, obviously Fleming wanted it, but I was amazed that Joe yeah. Bryan wasn't standing over that. Um, ben, close your eyes for this one. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> Wait, right, I'm just, I'm coming on to that. No, so hang on, I'm, hang I'm on. Gonna come up ben, can I interject <laughs> quickly? Can I interject? I, I thought like I thought you'd fallen out of Bradshaw because he's already retired on your football manager save. <laughs> it's not his fault, to be fair, mate. He's played every minute of every game and done his cruise shit again. He's done his shit again. Brad has did his usual yesterday. Look, he worked really hard, but there was times where we obviously went direct, and it's just how many times do we need to say he's got no chance against these big centre halves, but. Again, it wasn't a bad performance. He was just a hard-working centre-forward. Absolutely. Uh, Campbell got on assist. Uh, he's been the talk of the group, yeah. show, I think. 
Yeah, we'll 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 come on to this. I can assure you, we'll come on to I, this. I, I don't so, know how much longer we can leave it. To be honest, we keep no. saying we're going to come back to it. <laughs> Do you think Amaka would benefit from a League One loan? But I don't think so. I think I think oh, you've okay, got to be playing in. You've got to be playing, um, David. Uh, were you guys at the game? Ben was um, our Northern correspondent. Um, braved the weather. Um, used to it up there though aren't you? Maka reminds me of Stephen Reid sort of player yes I quite agree right boys I'm going to come on to the Alan Campbell debate because this seems to be the biggest um, bugbear for Ben I think it seems to be the the thing that's that's you know on, on all of our minds Alan Campbell and George Savile now Ben, I'll let you go first. Your your um your your uh I'm the corner, voice of reason. Here. Your your corner your corner uh, Campbell and 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 well, Danny's corner Sav. Um, let's not why... get me barrels of abuse by saying I think it's the in front of Sav. But, no, no, no. Yeah, go on. So the debate was yesterday that Alan Campbell gets dogs abuse because he's not George Savile. He's technically a good footballer, but because he's not George Savile, he gets abuse. So, Ben, I'll ask you, on a performance level yesterday, what did you make of Alan Campbell? Alan Campbell was, he had a, a solid game. Um, he wasn't excellent, but he, he certainly wasn't bad like some of our fans in the ground and on Twitter seem to think. Um, he, he he gets stick for exactly what you've just said, mate. He's not George Savile. That's not to say that I think he should be starting in front of Sav. I think he's going to be a very useful footballer over the course of the season. And I just don't think the stick he gets is is warranted. He's not that bad a player. Um, he did well yesterday. We talk about the, the goal. And I, as I said, he actually, it was a terrible pass into him into, in our own half. And he did really well to keep hold of it, to then get it out wide. So I think it would have been Joe Bryan and then knocked it into Casper and then it went back into him. But yeah, he, he, he had a solid game. You can see his fitness levels are getting up as well. He's getting a little bit more mobile and he looks a little bit trimmer. So look, I think he's going to be a useful footballer for him. As I say, do I think he should be starting over Sav? Probably not, but he's going to be a great option for us to be able to rotate Campbell, Casper, Lenny, etc. Sav throughout the season. So um yeah, I just don't think he, he should get the stick that he does. And Dan, I'm going to put you right on it now. Go on then. Do you give Alan Campbell stick because he's not George Savile? I just don't think. I, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. I think that, you know. I thought we all thought we was getting a lot better of a player that that we've seen so far. You know, the way Luton fans were kind of gassing him up when he signed for us, saying, "Oh, you know, he probably should have played more for us last season, but he's a proper player." Um, you know, he'll do bits, he'll do bits, especially in your team. And we just haven't seen any of it. And for the fact it was, you know, someone who finished third in our play of the season vote last year, and probably I would imagine probably on a 80, 80% of other seasons probably would have gone on to win it. It just seems baffling. And the fact that he's, he's starting every week when, you know, Ben's touched his fitness levels yet there. Yes, they're getting there, but they're still not completely there. And if he's, you know, the one getting dogs abuse every week, surely it just makes sense just to take him out the firing line. Very briefly, uh, I look. I know your team, George Savile. You don't need to dress it up. No, I know, <laughs> and I'm never. I'm that's never ever going to change. I don't think. I, I agree, though. I do agree that Campbell's probably he does get unfairly treated by 
us as a fan base because the fact that Savile is sat on the bench and everyone's thinking, well, that, why, what's going on? My only, the only thing I would say is if he's being picked because the manager genuinely thinks he is a better option, the manager is going to make that decision fine. But I have an issue if Mill have agreed that he should, he gets to, or he, he's... We don't he's, know that's fact. No, we don't. We don't know that. None of us know that's fact. But, but it does seem, as you say, likely. his fitness levels are clearly not quite there yet, which is fine. That happens as a professional footballer, but he's playing every week. He You'd didn't think, look out of place yesterday, though, Stephen, I will say that. Game's gone by, yes, it's bypassed him a little bit. He did it, Yesterday, it was the first time I thought, I can see why Luton fans were saying he's going to be a useful player for us. Yeah, uh, look, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and slag him off because I don't, I don't think he had a bad game yesterday. I just don't think, I don't think he's the right option for us. Personally. According to Flash Score, he was our second best player behind Fleming. He got seven point four. Well, George, Sav- I didn't even George know Flash Score did match though. ratings. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Flash Score now. I can't see any match ratings, but go on to uh, the lineups, mate. Go to match and then go to lineups. Yeah. Gives you the- Sav still has a knock. Perhaps he does. What, what, what I will say, just the last piece on the Campbell thing, is him and Casper are very, 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 very identically similar. They both, I, they, they look like they're the same players to me. And do we need two out-and-out, old-school, sort of proper central midfielders in there? I would argue probably not. No. No, I, I agree. They they're very, very, very similar. Can we send it back to Luton? Uh See, should... that I'm just like he's not that bad. We say, let's, <laughs> let's send him back to Luton, is he? Like uh, but just... Daniel Daniel's pulled up a good point here with that Campbell should... Yeah. Again though, it, it's it's one of those, isn't it, where because it's Campbell that that's fallen to and he's not hit it properly, people jump on <laughs> exactly, him a little bit. Yeah. And I do, I do understand that. But as I, I tweeted it yesterday, and I'll, I'll stand by it. And I know it's George Savile, and I get that. But nobody, there is nothing that anybody could say to me that that Campbell is is a better option for us than George Savile. Not just, not just it, because of the position that he plays. But how many times do we call out for a leader for someone that's gonna that knows what it takes to play for Millwall? George Savile ticks all of those boxes, and it just it that's what frustrates me more. Not the fact of who it is; it's just the fact that he has that leadership. Trait, yeah, which we which we discussed we, at the start with the centre halves. Yes, and it, exactly. again on that yesterday, you're away from home, one all late on. They started to get on top of us, sort of last fifteen twenty. When Billy Mitchell come on, I thought. It's got to be Sav. Bring Sav on. See us through the game. A little bit of experience. We get that chance as well. You Wouldn't probably even minded Honeyman coming on, to be honest. He's, he's, that was, was it his first game back on the bench? Was it second, second, I think. Second. I think it was second, but he's still clearly not ready not to, there, to go. Yeah. He's no. probably just, just there in case to get a and there was another injury crisis. Another comment on Sav saying that he's still got a knock. Is he, did he not go away with Northern Ireland? Yeah. Possibly. Did he play? I, did he did. play? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cav Sam, similar, uh, Campbell, pound shot. Sav, Campbell kicked the ball worse than my four-year-old daughter. Um, yeah, he, he played <laughs> half an hour for... Sorry, Stephen. He played half yeah, an yeah. hour against Slovenia. 
Savdenor, the best CMs we we have. Uh, Mickey starts Savile. Um, that's that. We're up with the comments at the minute, guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of move on. Just something else on the game yesterday before we we move on to um, specifically Adam Barrett. Do you think that the players? Do you think there was a shift in? their their mood a shift in their the fact that Rao is not the manager anymore do do we think that there's any that there can be anything that they were perhaps unhappy under Rao and looked a little bit more happier comfortable yesterday or are we just clutching at straws looking at something because they played better than what they had done perhaps under Rao I think it's hard to judge after one game to be honest you know if they if they go out there and play like Barcelona in 2010 against Blackburn then clearly we we can maybe draw an assumption off that but you know I think it was it was hard to judge yesterday um, to see if there has been kind of any dramatic changes. Um, I mean, the players looked very happy when we scored, but that might just be because we scored a goal, to be honest. It's just one thing that caught my eye earlier today was that Ben Thompson put something on. It was uh, One of my mates sent it to me. Ben Thompson put something on social media today. That's the first time Ben Thompson's put something on social media about Millwall in a very, very long time. Did Was it Rowett that got rid of Thompson, though? Yeah, was it Harris? It was, no, because Har- he went to Harris when Harris just went to Gillingham. Uh, mate, well, maybe. I remember because Thompson started. I remember Thompson started in that Stoke game and then Rowett gradually eased him out of the team. And then I remember he came on um, like two weeks before he left the club because he'd been playing in the youth team and everyone was like, bring Thompson on. And Thompson came on against Forrest and dropped one of the worst 45 minutes I've ever seen from a Millwall player. That's nothing against Thompson. I thought, you know, at League One, he was a great player and at times in the championship he was, but, you know, and then he left the club. Clearly something had gone on behind the scenes and, you know, and then yesterday or today, it still might be on his Instagram story as the first post that he's put up uh, on there from from Millwall for ages. I I think it's quite clear um, that there were there have been players during Rowett's time at the club that were unhappy with him, or they'd been falling out. So we know, you know, Jed Wallace is one that's reportedly was unhappy with with him, and and that was partly the reason why he left. I'm sure um, there's other incidents that will you know come out. Maybe there's something in Ben Thompson, but I think I I think it's. I don't think we did much different than what we would have done under Gary Rowett um, yesterday, personally. I think we may have gone a little bit more defensive um, in the second half, but I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, I wasn't suggesting at all that the players were unhappy under, under Rowett, but um, it was just, I think, generally a, a better performance. And I don't think we should be reading too much, um, too much into, into it. Um, Breath of Fresh Air performance that yesterday um, did the same with O'Brien. Uh, where's where's Zoe glued to Ella on MAFS? I'm assuming that he means Joe. Yeah, Joe is probably enjoying um, married at first sight. Uh, couldn't join us this evening, so um, didn't get the didn't get the pass for for this no, evening. Having a having a <laughs> today actually, he's been, he's been quite quiet in the group chat as well today. So maybe he's been to the old series got, today. Yeah, he's got two or three episodes to catch up on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Gary and Barrett must have a problem with Savvy. He was one of our best players last season. I I don't know. We, you never know these things. It'd be inter- it, What would be really interesting with Savile is when we do appoint a full time manager. What happens then? What because then you'll you'll maybe you'll have an understanding if there's something more in it. But but who who knows? Um, Adam Barrett. <laughs> Too early to judge. Perhaps only one game. 
but I don't think he's he hadn't if the if the board were looking at him to to, to kind of prove himself, he hasn't done a bad start with yesterday's performance, has he? No, definitely not. I think again we, we touched upon it in the previous show that he's probably got at least these three games, isn't he? Um but yeah, I'd say definitely yeah. at least these at least three games. And it's yeah, definitely not a, a bad first audition. Um, getting a decent point away from home against the side that sat third in the league. So, uh, Joe touched upon it as well in his interview. It was kind of all, already like he nearly got the job. He said, my players, and there was a few phrases that he'd used that he was obviously trying to make a point about him, even just being caretaker manager. But yeah, no, look, certainly not a, a bad bad first audition. Obviously, the, the time in which... Rowett left and the game come Saturday, there wouldn't have been much changes. We keep saying that he'd been probably able to do so. We'll probably see more and be able to definitely judge more after Blackburn and Watford. And um, before we move on to this, I've just got to check. Stephen Reed is on Married at First Sight. That's why. Can someone fact check that for me, please? Well, because that I mean, is at- Joe's always touting him for, for a job of some description down here, isn't he? So that is, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. But, um, um, Dan, what are the latest yeah. odds? What are the latest odds for our our next manager? Who's who's looking um, at the? Uh... Um, Michael Bill is unfortunately the three to one favourite. I was about to say Michael Bill and Nathan Jones seem to be big tumblers over this weekend. Uh, Nathan Jones depend it depends on who you go with. So on Sky Bet at the minute, you've got Muscats at two to one, Eustace seven to two, Bill and Jones four to one. And Neil Warnock five to one. Then there's a bit of a gap back to Adam Barrett at twelves. Um, but I'm convinced the only reason Neil Warnock's that high was because of that Football Insider article that came mm. out on Friday. I don't think Warnock's really what the club's looking for at this point. I think that was that to me, and I know a lot of other people I've spoken to. I know obviously Alex in the group, uh, Alex um, who's on the podcast as well, said this that effectively just um, putting Mus- uh, Warnock until the end of the season would just be kicking the can down the road, effectively. So I don't think that's a long-term solution. I don't think that's the way the board are going to want to go down with it. Um, but the, so again, I'm on Bet Victor now and um, Michael Bill is the 3-1 to one favourite. But again, it's, it is all of them them five names at the top that I just mentioned, just in a slightly different order. But, you mm-hmm. know, there seems to be them five are the clear ones I don't I don't know if all of them five would be there no Chris Wilder near the top of the list I think a few of us maybe thought he might be somewhere near the top of it the, the only issue I yeah, have yeah, again Dan, I get, you weren't on the, the previous show but I said if, if we do a point so even if we give it to Barrett till, till the end of the year or Warnock whoever it is the issue I've got is will we have a better shortlist of available managers in, in the summer than we do now and I don't think we will. When I say available managers, I mean realistic out of, targets. Out of work, yeah, Do you mean out, like out of work out, managers? Yeah, out of work, available. I think Some if you're looking at out of work away. managers now, I think I think he'll be back in a job very quickly if we, if we don't get him. If you want someone who's out of work, I think John Eustace is your pick. I think he'll be back in work very quickly. Well, yeah, that's what I mean, mate. Him, Jones, Wilder, you've got a few, right, that, that are going to be going uh, somewhere. Out of, out of them three, I, I would be having Eustace as my as my number one pick. I think, to be honest, I would have him as number two behind Muscat as my number one pick. Yeah. I, I think, and it's just, just a couple of other comments here, and 
one of them is, is very important. The next one I'm going to show, MFC1885. Interview yeah. start this week. Can't read anything into the odds yet. I, I quite agree. They they kept banging on on Sky saying that James Berylson's coming over to, um, to this London week. this Hasn't week. specified when this week. Yeah. So I, I assume might be on Tuesday. Watches the game, see how we play, and then interviews kick off Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I, I would I would hazard a guess that that's probably quite right. I think he's he's going to have a look at firsthand. He's going to have a look at um, at Barrett's playing style, how we go. Obviously, you know, you win the game five nil, then that's not it's it's going to look pretty good. You no, know, you lose the game, and then I I, I don't think it, it it's going to have too much of an impact. I do think, and some of the names again, people are uh, sort of saying, you know, why Eustace? You've got Muscat. Wilder, Michael Bills playing at Rangers record doesn't look bad. I reckon sure I can get a record at Rangers, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Two-team two league, pretty much. Nugent was doing tactics on the bench this Saturday. I did see him on the bench, yeah. actually. That's an interesting Would like Muscat, but Nathan Jones or Dean Smith for me, I, I just can't get on board not, with Dean Smith. I'm not too sure on Dean Smith. and No. Jones, as I spoke about on, on the uh, Wednesday Night Live that we did off the back of Rowett going, I just don't know. You know, you read a lot of Nathan Jones's comments that he made. I'm just not sure he'd be a good fit for the football club. No. I um, think he ticks every box apart from that. And yeah. I spoke to, to a couple of people Saturday, and that, that was the overriding opinion. He ticks pretty much every box, but he started to lose the plot, didn't he, a bit of Southampton. And there was a few comments that he made about the fans himself. And it was just, yeah, if he started doing that here... <laughs> it's not going to end very gonna, well, is No, it? he's not, not going to look too kindly to being called a cunt. On, <laughs> on this, Walnut would be 10 steps backwards, and I was listening to what you guys had said about him. Do you think the boards expectations will change from what they were in the summer to what they are when a new manager comes in because if the board is still expecting us to be challenging for the top six I don't think in any way shape or form we can appoint Neil Warnock because Neil Warnock isn't the manager to get you promoted Neil Warnock is a manager to come in and do it maybe steady the ship yeah and do a do a an interim role it's we're not, not. We're not in March. This is the biggest issue I've got with Neil. If someone said to me five years ago, Neil Warnock's available on a free, I'd be like, great, let's get him in. The biggest issue I've got now is we're not in March. We're, we're in October. We'll, we'll probably be in November, I suspect, by the time we appoint a manager. But we're in October. We're, we're not five points from safety in March or we're not five points outside the playoffs in March and not playing very well. That's exactly the type of situation Neil Warnock is designed for. He's not designed for me to come into this group of players in October, um, you know, and, you know, we speak about Rowett's football not being great. I'd, I'd say, you know, Warnock's is not much better at all, if, if arguably worse, to be mm. completely honest. Um, I just can't get on board with Neil Warnock at this point in time. If, if, if this was five, six months down the line, then possibly, yeah, I'd be like, right, let's get him in, achieve what we need to achieve this season. Um, on the back of your question, do the board's expectations change? Well, I suppose it depends what state we uh, we are in by the time a permanent success is appointed and obviously how much money is available in January because we spent quite a bit in summer. So I don't imagine there's going to be all that much available in January. No, no. Definitely, definitely not going to be. And just on the Warnock thing, yeah, I, I, I know I said I'd probably have him as a third pick, but it's probably bit more tongue-in-cheek than it was actually reality but yeah I think, I think we've you're, all we've all got on this there. wonderful dream haven't we that Neil Warnock's probably the most Millwall manager to have never managed Millwall and we'd all mm. love to see it but yeah 
he's 77 now. You know, I, I just... Uh, well, I think that, that's what I was about to say. Though. I think for me, we don't really send... We don't tend to sign sort of stopgap managers, do we? We always sign a manager that we think we can have a mini project around. Mm. And I think that's going to be the way this is viewed. We've got another mini rebuild against during the summer, assuming that we've or most of or a few of the people that are out, players that are out of contract are going to leave. As you said, Dan, we spent a few quid this summer. So what's going to be available to a manager in January, that's going to be dependent on probably who we can go after. Because if someone wants to come in and make quite a few changes or doesn't think the squad's up to where we need it to be to, to make that challenge in the top six, then yeah, that's going to be a really real key and determining factor in who wants to take it. Again, that's why I've just got this nagging thing in my head that it's going to be Nathan Jones. Perhaps I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna pose something to you boys in a minute. Warnock's got before I do though. But Warnock's got four clubs out of the championship into the Premier League. Does age matter for a manager within reason? I don't necessarily think it's the age thing with Warnock. I do think perhaps that Mill would go for a young manager a, a little bit. I think. But yeah, I can't, I can't see him being his next club for three years. Can you, Stephen? No, no. But I think with Warnock though, I I don't think it's necessarily the fact he's age. I think it's the fact that he himself clearly. So, uh, you know, he's thinking about the next phase of his life. He ain't going to be thinking long term. He's just going to be thinking, what am I going to do next? He's got his tour, isn't he? He's going around the country doing shows and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I just don't see him really wanting to take on a, a, some, a club like us at this stage. When of his, he took the Huddersfield job career. last season, he said, because he, he'd, he'd retired for about the 10th time before he came out of retirement again and took the, the Huddersfield um, job. He said for me to come out of retirement, it would have had to have been a club that I, I that I really loved and you know had a good past mm. with. Obviously, that that's not us. I think the, no. the only memory, pro- the only well, I mean, obviously he's beaten us a few times, but the main memory he's probably going to have is that Muscat clip, isn't he? So, <laughs> why are you guys not talking about Nugent's potential? Look, I I would not be against Nugent getting the job. I really, really wouldn't. However, I think that the board will potentially look in a different direction at this time. I don't see them um, pushing him into the first team, into the first team setup. Might be wrong. That's just my opinion. Um, but, but yeah, Alex, one thing I noticed yesterday is Carrick is head coach at Borough, Rooney is manager at Birmingham. What's the difference? Do Borough do Bar- have a director of football? Um, I think a lot more money you know, than us. Yeah. yeah. It just probably, I would, well, obviously, you know, Rooney seems to have like a pretty, deep backroom staff as well, doesn't he? Obviously, John O'Shea mm. and Ashley Cole on there. You know, maybe he maybe prefers just in training, for example, just to stand there and give out orders, whereas Gar- Carrick maybe actually gets involved. I don't really know, to be honest. Maybe just no. the, the direct, maybe the head coach takes some more hands-on approach with kind of everything. Any good retirement homes in Ilverson Road for Walnut. <laughs> He's um, down in Cornwall at the minute, so that would be a big relocation for him as well. So... I'm going to pose something to you guys. Yesterday, we actually moved up a spot from 15th to 14th. We're on 16 points. We're three points off of the playoffs. Obviously, everyone's played 12 games. And we are eight points from the bottom three. So in terms of points in a in a strong position. We're three points. So we're three points off the top six. Gary Rowett at the start of the season, the objective and the aim from the board and him would have clearly a bit got would have been to go one better than last year. And to go one better than last year would have been to make the top six. When I, I asked earlier about would the board's expectations change, looking at the table, 
I think they're going to be bringing in a manager to be competing for that top six. Whether or not it's realistic, I, I don't know. And I, I'm not 100% convinced it is. But surely, looking at that, managers thinking three points off the, the championship top six, we can do this. It's got to be an attractive job for a manager, hasn't it? You know, you're going to get give pretty much, you know, other than kind of low mass, all our managers have had a, a pretty decent amount of time in the job, you'd say. Um, obviously, location-wise as well, a club in London, then, you know, that ticks a lot of boxes, particularly players maybe coming over from abroad, they but they might want to go and live in London compared to another area of the country that they might not have heard of before and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of, you know, things that are obviously giving the club a, you know, a good tick in the box if um for a manager that's not out of work. And obviously I know there's been a lot of talk about Nugent. Nugent has been a first team manager before and didn't didn't go too well. I hate to say that. I know obviously there's a lot of noise that some of us would like to have him in the job, but his other jobs as a first team manager hasn't uh, hasn't been great. Ben, new manager coming in, expect the top six or in his a- aiming for it? At yeah, least. I, th- I think the board certainly is still going to be giving that directive as a, a, something they're going to be looking to achieve this year. But I, as you say, it's not like we're 10 points behind and it's kind of season over now. We just need to consolidate and look to, to next year. Um, it looks like it's going to be as tight as ever in the championship. So, look, I still think it's going to be our aim. And I think, just going, I don't want to keep lingering on the Rowett piece, but I, I think probably that the, the Blackburn game, like most fans still, it probably had more of an effect on him than we probably imagined. And he probably just thought, I can't go through another season of it again, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so, look, we're, we're not a million miles off it, right? We obviously nearly got in there last year, as we know. We're three points off it this year. Uh, Someone just said on the comments that we have got a good squad. Um, Dan mentioned it. We are going to win. I think we are going to win an attractive job for, for someone. So, yeah, I, I don't think whoever we get in should be looking at anything less than the top six. Tip top six is our main aim. Whether we get there or not, completely different question. But I think that's still got to be the aim. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, a couple of the guys are talking about Nugent and Robbo, what they've done in the under-21s um, and then followed up by the under-21s, a bit different to the championship. Uh, take nothing away from what those guys have done with, with the youngsters. They've been superb. They were superb last year. Um, and that's they, the reason why we've now got a couple of, you know, why we've got SA and Amaku yes, and Adam Malibu and why those players out on loan playing regular football in, the, in some lower leagues at the moment. Absolutely. And I think perhaps... You know, I wasn't actually aware that of Nugent's record. I didn't realise he'd gone to Barnet and, and had, it hadn't worked so well. But perhaps maybe he himself or maybe the club are looking at that going, look, he can clearly produce players for the first team. Maybe that's the reason why he's never gone back into first team football management, coaching, however you want to put it. Um, because it, that's that's he's found his niche. That's where he That's where he wants to wants to be. So, I mean, if he's going to stay in the under-21s and keep providing us with players like SA and Amaku that can come into the first team, then Fantastic. I've got no... Yeah, I've got no issue with that. Absolutely no issue. Um, this is... Just, this just, is just on the Nugent one, sorry, let's go back on that as well. Just uh, yeah. Basically, what you just said there, Stephen, my big issue is obviously into the under-21s or 23s when he obviously first took the job. Someone surely around that sort of level of Barnet again, National League or League Two would have taken a punt on him by now, would be my only concern. So as you say, has he just found what he's good at and that's nurturing youngsters? I don't know. I'm just chucking it out there. 
And that's you it. You thought someone would have come in for him, right? But <laughs> Mr. Nate Hutch would get injured in the dugout. That was in relation to Hutch being a player manager, which I don't think a player manager is the way way to go. But especially if you've got ambitions. But um, no, and I, I agree. I think it gets to a point, doesn't it, where if you haven't made it in you know, you can turn it around, but there's a reason why. And there's a reason why perhaps clubs haven't had a punt on him. I'm not taking anything away from him. And if he does get the job, he would have my full backing because he's been working in and around the club. But I think that, I think there's a, I think there's definitely a, a reason why. Um, Muscat and Ray would be a good combo. Robbie Keane with Morrow's number two. That is an interesting, um, that's an interesting proposition. Been the one that's really banging the, uh, the Steve Morrison drum out of us. <laughs> I will come back to that in just a second. It's tough because Leicester, Ipswich, Leeds and Southampton will definitely be in the top six, which leaves two spaces going to be tough. Absolutely. But it's no different than what it's been the last I'm few gonna, seasons. Yes, I, I think one of one of the three that got relegated last season won't make it. There's always one team that doesn't make it. Yeah, maybe. I'm, but you I'm also said... Who it is, you yeah, also at the start of the season, <laughs> out of them three, I predict it was going to be Leicester. And I Leicester think were going to finish eighth. I'll give you a very, very honourable cash out of 15 quid if you want it. Oh, I might. It's a saver fiver, just so you can get to Sheffield Wednesday. That's a... Yeah, um, yeah we might... Uh, can I pay you in beer at Sheffield Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, do you know what, mate? You can. You can buy me a pint or two. We'll call Done. it quits. Done. <laughs> We're gonna have to wear a Leicester shirt on a show, so I may as well quit while I'm ahead. Now I think <laughs> we bought Odo from Shamrock Nugent did nothing with him. To be honest, uh, I don't necessarily buy into that because I understand that he wasn't developed by Nugent, but he still was. He still was given the opportunity to play and exp- and express himself and clearly put himself in the first team reckoning. So, yeah, I'm not. I, I agree that we didn't. He wasn't one of our own, but he's he's clearly worked with him. Would love Ray, but he's at Rangers now. Um, Ipswich will drop out. I'm not sure about that. I think they're oh, absolutely, sure they're absolutely, yeah, flying. But they're, they're, um, there's, I think there's a there's a con, uh, there's a topic of conversation there for us. Obviously, they went for for Kieran McKenna, who had absolutely no managerial experience whatsoever, and you know he's completely transformed mm-hmm. them. You know, is it, would we be open to doing something like that? Obviously, no. Obviously, a few people have been touting Ryan Mason's name. Do yeah. you think though? Do you think though that they did appoint him when they were in League One. And, I, you know, I, I, no disrespect to the job at, he did. I, I get that. But again, if you look at League One now, who's top of that Portsmouth? They appointed a 35-year-old who retired from a player at Oxford United in January to take the Portsmouth job. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I, it's not... It, it, I'm not I'm not completely against it, but it, I think it's easier to take that risk when you're a League One club than it is to take that risk when you're a Championship club. And I think the board would would potentially look at that. Um, but I, again, I, I don't think there's a, look. It- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's the same as when you say when you play football. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you're good enough, you're good enough to it doesn't to be a manager, whether you're in your mid-30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. So, I, I don't know. But I think it's easier to take that risk in League One than it is in the Championship. Nugent was young and experienced with Barney. If Mill had a better training ground, won the league last season, then we would have been playing Premiership clubs, cannot go up. Mad. No, I agree. I, I, that's absolutely, that's baffling that we won the, the setup last year and all they really got was a trophy and then they play the same team. Isn't that more year. to do with our youth category yeah. though, rather than the trailer? Yeah, I think, but I think you have to have certain stats, certain oh, facilities. Oh, that goes to what category you're in. Yeah, yeah. And... The, new, the new training ground is, is coming in time. Yeah, yeah. Mark McGee uh, could come out of retirement. He's younger than Walnut. Um, gonna slightly move away. Well, we'll move away from the from the managerial talk uh, to focus a little bit on Blackburn on Tuesday. PTSD. So someone's got to say it early doors. Yeah, it's it's the return of the fixture that's obviously probably one of the darker days in our recent history. Um, I don't think we can look at that, and I, I, I'm not looking at it necessarily as payback, but at the same time, I do think that there'll be plenty of people that'll be hoping that we really, really turn it on on Tuesday night. Notably, the players as well. Obviously, you would hope the players mm. have that extra fire in their belly, um, especially with it being as well the first home game without Gary Rowett. It'll be interesting to see what the what the Ipswiches, uh, not the Ipswich, sorry, what the atmosphere is going to be. Like. I saw a comment on screen <laughs> saying Ipswich, so then I maybe we just need to channel our inner, inner Ipswich the way they're playing. It's bloody obvious that Mickey has not been on the last two shows other than when he was walking the streets. He's clearly getting the job. Look, we can't give anything away. We've been sworn to secrecy. But the fat sky bet won't offer odds on it. It's very telling. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, The most successful managers have had unsuccessful playing careers. I I agree. I I agree. I think this comment here is in relation to Blackburn. We are after revenge. Um, Look, I... I think Tuesday is a really, really important game for the the short term, um, for the short term stability and planning of the club, because I think it's a game that there'll be there will be people there. There's going to be managers there. Someone's going to get spotted in the crowd, and they're going to go, "Oh, they take the job. Oh, they're having an interview, and this, that, and the other." Yeah, but, Alex Grace, if you're listening to this, bat, we need to know who's in the press press box after the game, please. Absolutely. Barrett's going to be, you know, wanting to put his name in the hat. It's got all the supporters, you know, before the game are going to be talking about who's going to be the new manager and what, what's going to happen next. I think it's a really, really important game. I think it's really, really important that that we get a result. If we don't, it's not, I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but if we don't get a result, I think it's going to start putting a little bit of panic between um, the supporters as if to say, right, okay, what are we going to do then? How are we going to turn this around? Because our home form at the moment just hasn't been quite good enough. I think you're spot on. I, think, I do yeah, think you're, I you're pretty spot on. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Can't add too much to that. To be <laughs> um, just on the Blackburn game, they've been hugely inconsistent this year. Um, have won their last two, but lost their last three before that. So, and they haven't got Brereton Diaz this year to terrorise us. Um, no, someone's so, just put that in there. 
in the chat. Thank God. So, yeah, look, it's an opportunity. Who have they got, who have they got these days? The Bradley Dax gone as well. Who, who have they got? They've still got that Dolan. Sammy Smodic, is it? Oh, he's been quite a good so far this season, he's actually. He's a player. I quite like him. But yeah, look, they've is... been hugely inconsistent. So a bit of an opportunity for us. Jesus Christ, I've seen that Borough won their last five. Yeah, yeah, they have. They're flying. Um, but yeah, look, a bit of an opportunity, as you say. I think it's an important home game for Barrett because it will probably tell us what or where he's going to be should he get the role right or what he's thinking in his mind, how he wants to turn this home form around for us. So, yeah, big game um, and we're definitely after revenge. The last game JB attended as well. I actually hadn't thought about that, but it was. No. That was the last game that, that um, John John was at. So, um, hopefully, maybe be looking down on us on Tuesday, and hopefully can can help us get over the line. I think we'll smash them three 0 comfortably, comfy payback for May, and we'll all start dreaming again. One well, no, maybe game three 0 Well, yeah. At home, anyway, last one before that one two 0 So um, we need an experienced manager knows how to get this league, not Warnock too late. Um, Just on that with David, the only, the only trouble with that is if we. If we go with someone experienced with getting out of the league, we, we 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 all said that on the on the show Friday, didn't we? But there's not many at the top of that list in the betting that have got that experience. No, the only ones I can think of that are available without a club at the minute are Dean Smith, Chris, and Wilder. Chris Wilder, and to be honest, Dean Smith getting promoted with that Villa team, it probably would have been more embarrassing if he didn't get promoted with it. Yeah, and the fact that Chris Wilder's just hovering around that thirty-three to one mark would tell me he's absolutely nowhere he's not near. Interested. No, he's not interested. Yeah. But yeah. John, on a light, on a lighter note, <laughs> yeah, John, I did see that George uh, Long was up to his old tricks yesterday. At first, I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought, oh, Mill Sports, they're just jumping on it because it's George Long. However, it's I haven't seen him. Two, two of the goals, the own goal, the first one was just, I don't That's know what he was goal, doing. Even. Ben's no going to watch it now, Ben. It's not yeah, good goals, <laughs> And the third one, the counter. I don't think he actually dived. It didn't look like it, did it? it looked like he just sort of like put his arm down and went, oh, it's going wide," and then well, it went in. So, and the second goal actually, it like it was, it was, I don't know, was, was from distance. The second one, yeah, the second one was from distance. So, it's a shock. I at mean, least uh, might, at least we can discount Norwich now if their goal keeps that long term. At least we can discount Norwich oh, yeah. as a team that might challenge for the top six. Absolutely. We're not talking about the third one, are we? Because you couldn't do anything about that. Well, he didn't dive for it, really, did he? I was in the, he was getting nowhere near it, to be fair. No, I know. But have you said, come on, watch Leeds' No, I'm first trying goal. to find... <laughs> I don't really guys think... Leeds highlights on my Twitter. It's in trouble. Well, go, for, go for Norwich, then. I've put it in the group chat, actually, Ben. You can go and dig through the oh. group chat. The amount of crap we put in there. <laughs> Any of you guys think Callum Davison could do a job? I'm not sure he'd come back now. I'm not sure, especially with with um, with no row it. Um, he, he did all right at... Was it St. Johnston? Didn't do amazing, no. did he? No. Blackburn or a oh, bogey that's team. So bad. Sorry. <laughs> in He's just chucked it in. <laughs> yeah, oh, if anyone cool. if anyone hasn't seen it, go and watch Leeds' first goal, but be sure to type in Norwich highlights rather than Leeds and and, and be like Ben. Um and Blackburn. Well, <laughs> I I think the last time we might have beaten them, here we go, Ben, while you're still on Google, you can uh you can check this out for us. I feel well, like the last time we beat Blackburn was the, the FA Cup quarter final, Danny Shit who won nil. Uh let's have a look. Go on then, who's getting top two and who's getting the playoff predictions? Um I think the top two's done, personally. I can't see too much change, to be honest. I, 
I mean, if I, I'll get on my predictions from the start of the season, all I'm going to say is the I'm free at the minute is is spot on, but I won't take too much credit for that because I feel like a lot of people probably could have said them them three teams were going to be in the bottom three in some order. Uh, I'll go. I, I yeah, it's hard to look outside the top two as they are. The top six, I think it's too hard to to predict the playoffs because apart from Southampton and maybe Leeds, who One you'd expect to out. make, you'd expect to though. It's hard to um, it's hard to to, to look past those. Um, I think Sunderland. I think Sunderland are. Uh, are Sneaky yeah, outside team, yeah. bet to to they get to the make it. back in January. Then obviously that's game over for the rest of the league as well. Absolutely, go on, uh, guys. Four points out of the next six. I can see Barrett getting the job. He could he could well do. Um, I could I could see four points out of the next six as well. Has anyone seen Jordan Archer and George Long in the same room? No, um, lads. Why do you want John Eustace? Uh, I think John Eustace could could be. A very very good appointment. I think he did a good job keeping Birmingham up last year. I think yeah. he had them play. I know. I know the playing style has been has been questioned. However, the fact that he was able, firstly, I know they had money, but you have to still be able to attract players to want to come and play for you. I know the money does help, but they could have gone to players could have gone to Leeds, to Southampton, to you know other clubs. And I think he had he had them in the top six. I just think he's. Um, I, th- I think he's a, a manager that that uh, if we don't go for him now, another championship club will, and it might be one where we think to ourselves, "Damn it, we missed a the boat there." And and they did a, they did a bit of a job on us back in the last year. Yeah, yeah, they did do a job on a massive job on us. So, um, anyone heard of a Macu fit for Tuesday? What eleven and formation do you predict? We'll come back. We'll do that towards the the back end of the show. Not sure about Amaku, but he did tweet himself that uh, see you on Tuesday at the Den. So perhaps he's not as as um, bad as first first looked. Think we could nick sick with a great squad when fit. I think the new manager is going to be coming in and saying exactly the same thing as that, Daniel. Whether or not we do or not is a, is another matter. But uh, I'm I'm not sure. Um, Swansea are flying since they've beaten us. Yeah, they're going very well, going really well at the moment. I had to laugh at George Long at Norwich. Yeah, he's, if, if 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 Angus Gunn is out for any length of time, as Dan said earlier, Norwich are in big trouble if they've got to... I mean, they were long, sliding but... down the league as it was. I think they've got the, the fourth, worst re- uh, fourth worst form in the league at the minute and the only three teams below them are the three in the relegation zone. First Leicester, second Leeds, and also Mill for the playoffs. Mr. Nate, I will have what you're having, mate, because uh, uh, that would be absolutely fantastic. Be nice, um, oh, why is this not doing it? Uh, at Ben, Stephen, at Ben, th- Stephen, thinking he start SA to manage Maku. I wouldn't discount that. Yeah, perhaps. Oh, on that subject, actually, I meant to say this earlier. Thankfully, uh, Adam Barrett didn't start a Maku NSA, so I won't be wearing shorts at the Den on Tuesday. Thank you very much, Adam Barrett. That's one. Well, Adam Barrett, that's one tick in the box for you. Um, I'm sure that's the way James Ferguson's going to look at it in the interview process. As absolutely, well, he watches this. He's watching this. Um, he's watching this show. So um, yeah, James, that's a that's a tick in his in Good his evening, box. James. <laughs> Um, that, the... Yeah, that's a great <laughs> shot, Tony Mowbray. But do, realistically, do you see Sunderland binning him off right now? 
They there was talk though. There was talk. They're not yeah, happy. Yeah, that they're not. They don't particularly want him. I mean, they probably that, will in the summer, but it's it's very difficult to. Um, I think it's very difficult for us and to prize a manager from a, another he's a team. Nor- he's a northern boy as well, isn't he? We're we going to get the same homesick kind of mm. lines. Uh, think the lads need a good result against Blackburn for their own mental state. Could if a big big monkey off their backs, it probably could, and it probably would. As we were talking about, you know, the flashbacks and and what we think of it, I think they will be they will remember what happened against Blackburn, and I do think it's something that it might help us long term. You know, get that get that off their back. So I, I quite agree, Paul. Um, Extra fire in the belly. One legged short, Stephen. You can pull that off, aren't you? No. <laughs> Useless or Muscat, enough said, all done. Uh, Chris, I think it's really hard to argue with that. I'd be happy with either of those. I think, as I said, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this on every show we do until the manager is appointed. Whoever is the Millwall manager come November, three weeks, whatever, there are going to be elements of the fan base who are unhappy with that person. I don't care what anyone says. That you, there's no one, nobody out there that will be completely happy with whoever it is. And I think whoever they go with, we're just going to have to back them. I would be happier with Eustace or Muscat, but if they bring in, I don't know, Nathan, Nathan Jones. Jones, I'll be backing him. Absolutely, I'll back him. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I might not be happy with with who it is. You know, I think obviously Michael Bill is the probably the biggest mover probably since the odds list came out. I would yep. imagine. Norwich better off loaning Sarkic while he's injured than playing long. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> have we got yeah, any Drew... new on Sarkic's injury? By the way, not that Bart did bad. It was twelve. Later. It was twelve weeks from the start of September, so oh, we've still got a while then. Yeah, he's still, still, got still looking at about another month, I would imagine. It's Bart or Truman, and I can't see, especially I can't with see. Adam Barrett, if he is auditioning for the job, no, he's not going to drop. Truman in. No, that's yeah. not going to happen. I think I when said this it, quite recently. When was the last time show. he played a first team game? I think he's only played about 50 first team games, and he's only he's 28 now, I think. so. Maybe David there, maybe. Who would your choice, lads, be? Muscat, Wilder, Jones, Eustace, Lampard. A bit right. Discard Lampard. Don't if it's Lampard, I'm club. not going. My season ticket's going in the bin straight Dis- up. Discard him immediately. Um, I would say, one, as I, as I said earlier, one of Muscat or Eustace for me. I'd be happy yeah, with either of those. Got, that's got to be the top two. Bill, I mean, he had a good eight games at QPR. Uh, the, second, the second it got tough, he jumped ship. Um and then it's been pretty disaster. I mean, you know, he did okay last season in Scotland without ever really catching Celtic. And then the start of this season was pretty disastrous for him. Um, Jones, as I said, I feel like I've got issues kind of with his, um, with his attitude, got... aura. I don't, I don't really know what the correct word for that would be. To be honest, I just think don't think he's a good, he's the right person for Millwall Football Club um, and Wilder. I mean, he's quite far out in the betting, but you know, if if he's interested, that's I think he'd probably mm-hmm. be rounding off the top three for me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the issue I've got, or the not the issue, the concern I have is that I've, Michael Bill is the least I, I just don't want him. I, as you, exactly what you said, Danny didn't he did okay at QPR, I guess. Then went up Had to a good Rangers, eight games, and, and then certainly didn't pull up any trees. I've always followed Rangers, so I like watching the games. And at times it was like watching paint dry. His recruitment was absolutely dog shit as well. And he spent um, 15 million, which is a lot exactly. for them to spend as yeah. well. 
that he was awful. So for me, Bill's just an absolute no. Um, Muscat, I think, look, we've all said yes. I just can't see it happening. The timing of his contracts, where uh-huh. his current club are in the league, I just can't see the Muscat thing happening or working unless he's willing to walk away, what, 80% through a, a season. Just can't no, I'd see say it's it. more than 80, mate. I'd say he's oh, probably about 90 to 95% through that season. So, so, exactly. So I just can't see that. As, you, as we've said, Wilder, he's too, seems to be a too big a price in the betting. So, really, you're looking at Jones or Eustace. I would be happy with either of those, got to, got to admit. Not I think Eustace is the do. one that's kind of ticking more boxes for more people at the moment. I've got a couple of cracking comments here. I was happy with Holloway. Look what happened there. I was yeah. as well, mate. So, don't worry yeah, about that. Until, um, we started, until we started bringing the Blackpool band back together for a yeah. laugh. <laughs> yeah. I disagree, Stephen. When Mickey gets the job, nobody will be disappointed. You can be boss of the show. Everyone wins. Well, thank you very much, AT. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people need to buy him a beer. Yeah. He's, Stephen, he, I thought you was going to be on the coaching staff of us, though, mate. What's your... Uh, are, you, are, you not, are you not leaving? I'm not leaving you guys. Um, I um, stay <laughs> I'm grounded. Off, I'm, off on, I'm off on to the coaching staff, mate. I can't lie. I was going to say, I was just about to say, if Mickey if Mickey gets a job and offers me a bumper contract, then I'll see you boys later. But Albert uh, already messaged me on Twitter as well, hearing about my 4-1 win at Plymouth. So I've basically got his number two. Joachim Lowe's still out of work. Yeah, he is. He is. is he, um, scratch his bum. I was about to say, he also plays with himself and smells his fingers. Is Honeyman dead? I've heard nothing about him since his first injury. He was on the bench yesterday, CEO. He is alive. He was on the bench yesterday, so he is he's back. Uh, maybe not fighting fit, but um, if you know to start, but but ready to go. Newsflash: If Lampard gets it, Dan is quitting the club. I'm not going. Uh, yeah, I'm going back yeah. To United. <laughs> uh, get Muscat in. Give the fans what they want. Um, more like Ian Bill. Um, don't know who, but would love a Thomas Frank type manager from abroad. Again, that's the dream, isn't it? To find a manager from abroad to come in and be able to, to transform the club. Up to. He's the bloke that managed to get Fleming to they, score like 20 goals. But Fortuna Sittard are doing really are quite well in the Dutch league. Are we just um, going to sign? Are we just going to try and become like a Fortuna? just going to be our feeder? Fortuna's B team. Yeah. Well, we'll be the A's and Fortuna oh, actually, themselves yeah. can be the B's. How about that? Yeah. No one likes Jones. He don't care. Match made in heaven. Um, Big Sam. No. no. <laughs> just no. Straight up. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Hi, guys. Uh, watching from Merseyside. Mick. Hello, Anthony. Um, we've got another. You, we've got another northern correspondent. There you go. You yeah, can hit round to Ben's. You can hit <laughs> round to Ben's for a pint. Um, yeah. Back to back to Blackburn, then, guys. Um, do assuming Amaku is fit. Same team. Do you think? Near I would enough. go with it. Yeah. yeah. If everyone's come through it, fine. You could probably start Longman, maybe. I was maybe, maybe, but would, maybe would you start? Where Brian. would you start him? Would you start him over Brian? Yeah, just purely because Brian's not had a huge run of games, is he? Um, that would be my only thing. But uh, not Cuffy. But then on that, base, on that basis, you, on, on that basis, you'd probably say you know Campbell hasn't had that many games, so maybe you'd maybe you'd start Savile. Yeah, but again, I wouldn't. We, we've become. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not asked about that. Get Savin. Get Savin. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I don't think there'll be too many changes if everyone is fit and unscathed from yesterday. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. That was the type of performance I wanted with Rowett. Uh, where's Ben from? Uh, ben is 
from the south, but he's yeah. emigrated, emigrated to the north. Manchester, Anthony. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm happy about. No one has mentioned Harry Redknapp for the job. Yeah, <laughs> I love Harry Redknapp. I wouldn't want him as I wouldn't want him as as um, as Millwall manager. It's a new manager at Fortuna came in after Zian left. Okay, then so we need to find out who was managing Fortuna Sittard when uh, Zian Fleming was there. See what he's doing. Go for Scott Parker. I think he's someone that wants too much money and wants money just, to spend. And yeah, and I'm just not sure given his Cholton and West Ham connections either. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Same team, changed Campbell over Savile. Uh, How many? Get... Can we just go back? How many times that's going to be mentioned in the comments <laughs> to come? I think, yeah. I think the problem is the team because of injuries is literally picking itself. Like, if you actually look on our bench, obviously on our bench was Honeyman, who probably still isn't quite ready yet. We had Adam Malachi, who they clearly don't want to play just yet, and we also had Leahy, and that was his first experience on the bench. Add Truman in, there's four players already. So then all of a sudden you've only really probably got five players that you may want yeah. to change. Yeah. Mal- Malachi as well, he's probably he's gonna be third in that list, right? Because you've got Brian. If it's not gonna be Brian, it's gonna be Longman. I- I'd mm. probably be looking to get Malachi out on loan, to be honest. And if he's not gonna go out before January, maybe they want him playing in the EFL on, on loan rather than in uh non league. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah, absolutely. I-, I think I think the team will pick itself um, tomorrow. I, I, obviously, Amaku. Sorry, not tomorrow on Tuesday. I think Amaku is the only one that there'll be a change if um, if he's not fit. I think Longman's clearly the obvious one to play in that kind of wider role if that's where they're going to play him. Um, I was just going to say, if we stick with the same team, Longman doesn't go full back. Does Longman come into that role that Amaku played and not Essay? I would go Essay and put Fleming further forward. Personally, I said this the other day. I'd put Fleming. I'd get, I'd get Fleming up alongside Bradshaw and give him that kind of the the role of um, you know being an, an actual ten. Yeah, and yeah, stay and then and let um, and let SA have that kind of free roam role a little bit. That's how I would go. But I think because we we kind of lined up, didn't we, to start with? Amaku and Fleming kind of were a little bit wider, weren't they? Rather than than, yeah. and I think. If we start the same way, then I think Longman would be the one that, that that's going to come in. Um, definitely no uh, ex-West man for manager. We know how that went last time. New manager better have the sense to play Sav. That's no one. Parker. Parker is a hamster. <laughs> um, Campbell has something in his loan contract. There's you will count that as another one. Ben, Paul, um, can we? Um, Paul, can I just seek some? Uh, clarification. I think it was you who had the chat with uh, Campbell's family yesterday. Can we just get some extra clarification? It was you, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Um, I work in the Trafford Centre, Ben. There you go. You can go and um, meet there up. You go, ben. There you go, Ben. You might have a staff discount for you. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you work, Anthony? Is it food-related or, or in oh, a pub? Oh, food-related. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I'd have Fleming as a target man. I, I, I'm not so sure maybe about the target man, but I definitely would have him as a two. I was just about um, to say that with Conlo. When we play more direct, as we've said a million times, it's irrelevant doing it to Bradders. You've never seen him win a header. No. So if we are going to have a bit more direct, having Fleming up there wouldn't be a bad shout because he's very decent in the air. Yeah, but I wouldn't like to just see him used as a target no, man. No, definitely no, he's got too, he's got too not. much yeah. quality to be used Yeah, as yeah definitely man. not. Are Lenny and Watmore still out? Yes, I believe they are. They're not going to be back for a couple of Leonard, weeks. Well, Leonard sounds like a couple of weeks, but I mean, I, I, I didn't do sports science and no physio or anything <laughs> like that, but 
bone in the knee sounds quite serious, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we all said that. It didn't seem like it was just a quick fix that Rowett seems, Rowett seems to think we've got a couple of cowpole doses and it'd be all right. <laughs> well, the new manager has to watch all those replays back on Millwall TV, perhaps. Uh, need to make a noise midweek for any potential candidates watching on. Uh, Paul, yes, it was. Uh, it was Paul who had a chat with um, Alan Campbell's family yesterday um, from what we understand, uh, Paul was told to stop with his abuse of Alan Campbell because his family was there and carried on doing it anyway. So, um, so, so yeah, MFCA, so Marty, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. Hammerby plays great football, doing well in the Swedish league, which finishes in three weeks. Are these no husky idea. Brothers? They, they no idea. Husky brothers. I'm not sure. Uh, I, think, I've got... I think they are our Husky brothers, actually. This is this is getting really good now for you, Ben. Hold on one second. Um, not there is li- a Bradder's not, comment. I'm not, leaving. Not, no, no, not this one. Were you tapping up Bradder's mum yesterday again, Ben? Unfortunately, <laughs> um, I didn't see lovely Mrs. Bradshaw. And this <laughs> one, Pizza Hut, Ben, come and say hi. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> all over it. Done. Um, I don't care if the next manager is ex-Palace, Anna at West Ham, Billy Bonds signed Neil Harris. Remember, interesting take. I, there's a lot of people that won't agree with that, and. Perhaps um, I can understand why, but you know, board have got to try and point who, who the right who the right person is. Work always play. Let them come on my speaker at work, and that's again from Anthony in a pizza hut. That is interesting. I, I, <laughs> in a pizza hut in Manchester. In Manchester, yeah, that is that is interesting. I'm coming in my full kit on Wednesday. Paul, what a legend! I would like to see a Mako and Essay on each wing. See, That's what Carl is going to bring us, ladies and gentlemen. But Wait remain over. Remain Essay isn't a winger, though, guys. We've got to stop pushing this narrative. He's, he's just we're not. Gonna, unless we're going to play like Pep's style of like three two two three or whatever it is, then <laughs> he's going to play on the wing because he, he's he's good, but he's not quite to replace Fleming. Maybe if Fleming goes in January or next summer, then yeah, why not? But right now, no, sorry. Mm. Um, what have we got here? New manager and get that striker in from Bournemouth in January. Push right on. Agreed. Although I think Kiefer Moore, I maybe it depends who the new manager is, but I think personally, I think I, the, th- I think there's only one place he's going in January if he leaves Bournemouth, and that's back to Cardiff. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's going to, and I also think the new manager that comes in in January for us is probably going to have to prioritise other positions. Um, I'm not saying that we don't need a, a bigger striker or don't need a plan B, but I think if he's looking at it, maybe wants to bring in some wingers or maybe, a, you know, with the, the centre-backs that we've got, maybe someone in, off, yeah. yeah, in positions like that. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, what more got injured when he celebrated? That's just our luck. Yeah, but he, yeah. Um, it was I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised he's... I'm not surprised he hasn't been injured getting off the coach previously. So if it was a celebration, that, that's not a surprise. We have a lot I of mean, players. I mean, taking the bins out once, <laughs> didn't he? So. And if we can get the right man to fine-tune these boys, we'd have something special. I quite agree. I, I really, really do. Uh, anyone fancy Danny at right back and Cuffy at right wing as Danny's outlet? No, not not for me, I'm afraid. We'd, we'd have to we'd have to play a four two three one, and right now I don't see a four two three one happening. No, SA played on the wing with the under twenty ones. David, yes, he did, um, and I'm not. I think I I've think seen a couple of out wide. I, I think I'm not I sure. There's we're on the same page. There's a couple of comments 
that have gone through about the under 21s. I think David's been talking to a couple of guys in the chat. Um, the under 21s, you've got to realize as well, and it's the same with the, the video from um, the England Montenegro and Wales games that he is playing against you know people his own age, and I think that does count for a lot. I think when you come into the the championship, I, I do think it's obviously a clear step up. Personally, I don't see Romain Essay as a winger. I don't think he's quick. He's not slow, but he's not a winger. He's not going to run past people. He'll beat them with skill and he, and and his passing is very, very good. But I think that those skills and those, those um, traits are better suited centrally rather than out wide. That's just, I say, that's just my, my opinion. And I think that's why we haven't seen him as much out wide um at the moment would you guys give Nugent a job till the end of the season I am not a fan of giving managers a job on a on that kind of basis personally if they want uh, if they want to give it to someone to the end of the season then I know obviously I said I wouldn't give it to Warnock but if you're going to give it to someone to the end of the season yeah yeah well I, I just I'm not a fan I don't think it sets an ambition I think it just kind of you're trying to tee yourself over to to the end um Alex S, Matt Smith and Alafi both among the top scorers in League Two. Yeah, really, really pleased for Matt Smith. I think he's one of the nicest guys in football. Um, yeah. Shame it didn't quite work out. Um, Alafi and Richard has uh, put a comment in big bid for Isaac Alafi in January. We have the option to buy him back. We have the clause in his contract that we get first opportunity to do that. What that means in terms of a fee, I don't know, but certainly one I think the club will be keeping an eye on because he's got. I think I he's got. Like- Go on, Dan. I just feel like it probably wouldn't be something they'd want to do in in January. I feel like it'd be one, something they'd want to do in summer. Um, but you know, and obviously there is we've got a sell on clause as well, not just first refusal. But you know, what what is does, do we know what the price is, or is it just if a team if a team makes a bid that we if and Stockport accepts it, is it a case of just we we go in with that bid? I don't I don't know how it exactly works. But no, it's some kind of. Priority. We have a we have an option to um, we have an option to buy him, but there's no figure on that. I, I don't know, uh, and we've also got a sell on clause as well. So if we don't go in for him, and he, he someone else bids for him, we'll get some money that way as well. So um, Lee Carsley, I'm assuming you mean regarding the manager. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about well, him to be honest. He's done a good job with the England under twenty ones, and he hasn't played some good football. Agree was better given a free room of Macu on the right. I'm assuming that you mean SA there, David. Um, well said, Stephen, about SA. Wall Lion, I owe you a pint. Thank you. Um, Paul Lewin, we definitely need someone that gets the club and the fans, whether or not that's a number one or a two. I think it's vital to get our Millwall back. I really, really agree with that. And I think it's really important that someone in the setup understands what it means to to play and be at this club. Well, well Stephen, I'm going to. I don't know whether it's kind of throwing you under the bus, but you was the one in the group chat banging the Steve Morrison drum. So, take I, it away. All I'm going to say is, and I'm not going to reveal too much, but I think Steve Morrison is going to be applying for the job. So, I think he would want the job. And I think, I think he... would obviously want the job. Yeah, I but I think... But I think he would want the job because I genuinely think that he could, he feels he could take us to where we want to be. I, I just, I, he's, he understood what it took to play for this club. And I know that, I know it's not going to be popular. And I know that 
that half again this is going to be that would be an appointment where half the fan base would be absolutely buzzing and the other half would be like oh i can't stand him get him out blah 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 and i get that but i just I, I, he's going to be Millwall manager one day it might not be this time but he is going to be Millwall manager one day in my opinion and I'm, i just I'm, think i'm all for it i love moro i think after i love him but i just don't know just yet. He didn't do that bad at Cardiff, Dan. He got slowly. No, he, did, he didn't. He didn't. Massive, no, I do. I do agree massive, with you. And their fans were quite upset when he went. Yeah, there was. They, and they were in a massive sort of transformation period. A lot of club uh, players leave, and he got a lot in. And obviously, he's doing. I know it's Hornchurch, so I do understand that fully. But he's. He, they've played twelve, one eleven, drawn one or something, haven't they? So. Yeah, he's, he's doing something right. There's no yeah, doubt that. I, I, I would be. Yeah, I'd be I'd be delighted with Moro back in the club. Would the club leak any interviews or manager appointment interest? I highly doubt it. We don't get anything on transfers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, we all know where where it would be if if we was to get anything. I don't. To be honest, I don't even think they'd do the interviews at the training ground or the, or the stadium at this no. stage. Stuff. No, they'll either take place either on like a Zoom or or a Teams, and maybe they'll they might book some like posh hotel in London to do a few. Yeah, I quite agree. Without a doubt, Morrow throws his hat into the ring. I'd take Morrow, gets the club 100%. Uh, Morrow is one, Joe Dolan is two. That would be interesting. Um, Morrison should say where he is for now, Ernie Stripes. I, I don't think, I think Morrison should come back into like Lee, you know. I mean, the Colchester job's open at the minute. If he goes to Colchester and does a good job, you know, I'm, I'm all mm. for it. But, um, you know, Neil Harris and Steve Morrison are actually two of the favourites for that Colchester job at the minute. So mm. that'll be interesting. I don't think Morrison would be a bad appointment. Cardiff fans liked him and could see he was building something. I quite agree. I, I think that uh, this next one, I'm pretty sure Cardiff had ownership issues when he was there. I'd take him as manager. I do think that there was a lot going on behind the scenes that they're went still, against him. still under that big transfer embargo. I don't know if it had just been put down under Morrison and mm. obviously he tried to basically rebuild the entire squad and style of football. Um, no, not more. I let him learn the trade. Interviews are taking place at Pizza Hut in the Trafford Centre. Ben, get on it. And uh, well, Anthony, <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah, Anthony uh, can uh, be, our, be our man. CCTV camera footage, please. Uh, to have Morrison in the first team set in any role would be a quality, especially as attacking coach. I, I quite agree. Um, I get the club, but not going to apply. Come on, guys. Are Morrison... Um, Morrison would be perfect for me. Knows the club, knows the fans, knows what we need. There's not many. Uh, there's not actually many negative comments. No, here, no, there's not. Cardiff is a poison job. Have to get Joe, aka Mr. Millwall, polls on on this Steve Morrison question. I think. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I, I you, look. He, he would definitely split the fan base. But for me, I love him. Uh, I think he's absolutely be. He'd be the. He would be the, one of the perfect candidates to be. Um, to be Millwall manager, as I'm I say, it... Joe now to get that poll going on Twitter. So, if you don't follow Millwall polls already on Twitter, guys, go and go and drop them a follow. There'll be a poll, a scientific way of proving whether Steve Morrison would be a popular appointment with the fans or not. Now we're talking. Get Morrison in. Um, if Morrow got it, Webster would be two and Jed back in January. Get the band back together. Look, now I'm... we are talking. I'm getting excited now. <laughs> it's got me uh... warm and tingly. That. <laughs> um. Morrison would solve the pitch invasion issues. I was waiting for a comment about that. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm just, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he was on a shortlist. Let's put it that way. It just wouldn't surprise me. Um, if I'm going to, going to sort of look to perhaps um, 
wrap this up. We'll go, we'll start to do, you know, maybe another five, 10 minutes or so. Um, Blackburn, Tuesday, give us a prediction. Dan. Tito. Ben. 3-1. I'm assuming to me all. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I'm going to go a... I'm going to go for a nervy one nil. Um, I, I think it'd be. I think I don't know. I think it'd be quite a bitty game. Blackburn are hit and miss. We're obviously hit very very miss at home. So I, I think that, that Smodix. I think he's. I don't know that Smodix. He seems to. Have, I think he seems to have scored or assisted in like every game so far this mm. season. I just think we're going to struggle to deal with a player like him, to be honest. And they've also one player that has popped into my mind. They've got this player called Sigurdsson. I think he's on loan from a Russian team at the minute, but he looks a quality player. Mara for attacking coach, not a manager, not too soon for him. Get Jimmy Abdu back too. I'm a big, big fan of that. Um, Byron Webster, I've referred to Jimmy Abdu as the nicest man in football the other day at the Legends Night. So, um, yeah, I quite agree. Has he started managing yet? I'm not sure. No idea. But if we're going to get the band back together, there's a space for Jimmy. There's got to be. I'm checking this Um, now. There's a VAR check going on. Tomorrow we'll get more time than we couldn't afford I think. sacking. Oh, look at this. Look at this one. Look, Millwall four, Blackburn three. That's just that's no, it's not. That's mean. That you can't do that to us. Three nil down as well. <laughs> Fuck it, one off. Uh two one wall. Um what else we got? Uh, told you three nil comfy. I can't find anything on if Jimmy Abdu's currently a manager. The one Do overarching you. memory I have of Jimmy since he one left one. the club was I put the African Cup of Nations on a few years ago. Um, yeah. Just because they were playing. And within five minutes, Jimmy managed to get himself sent off. I would have Morrison. Uh, <laughs> that's what they are. I, I, uh, just Jimmy, he's just, what a hero. Like Morris <laughs> on the coach staff, not number one yet. Hearts is 2-1 wall, but Heads is another 1-1. Uh, Dave Clark, the negativity, 1-2 Blackburn, 0-0, nil, nil, boring. 2-1 uh, to Mill from Tony, Zian Hattrick, 0-3 coming up, Jesus Christ. 2-0 um, uh, Fleming and Bradders. If Adomo is fit, we drop Camel, bring back Savile, we will win 3-0 Paul. I agree wholeheartedly with that, but it's not going to happen. I'm I'm slowly losing all hope that I'm ever going to see George Savile start a game for our football club ever again. Don't worry, mate. FA Cup round three to come. Accrington away. Nil, nil. Um, Hopefully that's not far from me as well. <laughs> say Ben's laughing if it's Accrington. Um, perform like second half against Preston and we're done for. Oh, I'm not so sure. I think that's a little bit harsh. Um I agree with Bourne Free, Nort Free, Millwall. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of confidence. There is, there is a lot of confidence. Two one and Macker and Fleming. Um, we've got uh, Abdu as running coach, fitness coach, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Jimmy as a managed. Also, I'm gonna, we're gonna go on a little bit of a waffle now, right? Our fitness coach, right? He don't look like a very fit man to me when he runs at when you know. Well, I know I'm probably being a little bit harsh, but how comes every other club have got these really like <laughs> proper looking fitness? They run on, you know, they're over, they sort out injuries. And, I, you know, the guy's probably a really nice guy and I'm doing him a really injustice. He just don't look like a fitness coach, does he? 
I'm 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 totally with you with that. Like I'm not exactly fucking Mr. Motivator, but <laughs> I, if, if you're going to be a fitness coach you know, a professional team you can't be like Billy Bunter I'm sorry I can't <laughs> have that oh god oh, no I, I, yeah I, no no I would love to see also what reaction would be I'm sure he wouldn't be a hand clap no it wouldn't he'd probably give it back but I respect that completely Savalon as a sub last minute winner would love that Sav as a knock I know uh, he may well have a knock, David, but he has been on the bench for the last 10 games and he has come on and played. And he scored so, against Plymouth, which led yeah. me to one of the happiest nights of my life. Before there was a Kante, there was a Jimmy Abdu. Uh, Owls brings over a Greg sausage roll and a Red Bull. That's it. <laughs> that is exactly, that's what you, that's what I, you expect. Do not this, that, that. When I worked at Tesco, that was a great breakfast. <laughs> uh, oh, mate, happily. How about more of Wise as a number two? He showed more passion than Ra when Zian scored. Right, guys, I'm gonna we'll do a little bit of an outro. We've been going now. We've, we've had the first half, we've had the second half, we've had injury time, added on time, the lot. <laughs> Before I do that, our fitness coach uh, works in the pizza hut in Manchester. Everyone seems to work in the pizza hut in Manchester. <laughs> um, and again, now. And again, just seeing the fitness coach and the pizza at the Travertella. It's fantastic, guys. Absolutely, um, absolutely brilliant. But, um, ben, ben, where are you watching the game on Tuesday night, mate? Uh, I'm 100% taking my phone and I'm watching it on Sky Go in the Pizza Hut in the Travertella. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Ben, any, any more, uh, any last final words from you before uh, we shoot off? No, look, it, I, much more positive performance yesterday, as we said. Other circumstances probably could have nicked it. Um, so, yeah, I think more of that. I think the most concerning piece is that Barrett's probably going to get the bill be highly up there uh, for the job, isn't he? But, um, yeah, look, Mickey's, yeah, Mickey's at Pizza at a Trafford Centre, isn't, isn't that where the interviews are being done? Someone said, <laughs> Are we on to something here? Is Neil Warnock there as well? Oh, uh, uh, as it goes, Ben, yes, he is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Basically, get down to the Trafford Centre in, and, and, and in the Pizza Hut. It's, that's the place to be on a Sunday night at 20 to 10. Um, yeah, no, much more positive, mate. And as I think we'll win on Tuesday. So, yeah, come on, you lines. Dan, any final words of wisdom or hope or negative or whatever you want? Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm calling it four points from the next two games. Um, and We'll just see where see where we go from there. You know, it's it's not all doom and gloom. Let's just we've got to think about it that way. As as uh, we, we I mean, listen, I will just end it on. I think this is quite a positive note for me. When Rowett took over, we nearly Jesus appointed Christ, Gareth Can we get this recorded? <laughs> listen, when, when Rowett took over, we nearly went for Gareth Ainsworth. And look how bad QPR are doing at the minute. So listen, it could always be a lot worse. We kiss for QPR. <laughs> <laughs> big thanks, big thanks again, gents. So much better without Shrek, Fester, Barrett, Mickey. That I, I'm, yes. I can't beat no, that. I can't, I can't do any better than that. Um, Lowell, I'm assuming that's supposed to be Lowell at Sky Go in Pete's Heart. That's funny. Great show, lads. Good night, me. Thanks, Anthony. Um, that's been that Sunday night live with uh, me, Stephen, Dan, and Ben. 
as you know, we all, as we said at the start of the show, there is a chance that Mickey is is uh, in the running for the Millwall manager's job. So you might have to put up with us moving forward. But I'm pretty sure we will be seeing Mickey's face very, very soon on one of these. Thank you guys for um, tuning in. If you can like and subscribe on YouTube, follow us across all the other socials. If you can share us on your socials as well, that would be really, really great. Um, it would really help us out. And as I say, we're trying to get to 5,000 subscribers if possible. So um, you never know, we might get there. But again, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe and we'll catch you on the next one. And before that, we will catch you at the Den for another win, we hope, versus Blackburn. Come on, you Lions. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.